Hello and welcome to Mystical Frequency. I am your host, Jen, also known as Celestial Light Witch, and my pronouns are they, them. I am an intuitive card reader and spiritual practitioner. This podcast is all about spirituality, energy work, tarot, astrology, and all the mystical things in the universe. Every week, we talk about mystical topics as we try to grasp the understanding of the universe and our human journey. We'll have some guests share their take on their spirituality, because as we all know, everyone's journey and practices never look the same. I'm excited to share this space with you and open our minds together through this journey called life. Now on to the show. Hello, welcome back to Mystical Frequency. My name is Jen, my pronouns are they, them, and I'm also known as Celestial Light Witch. Welcome back to the show. Today's topic, I'm going to keep it real. This one's going to be a heavy one. This is one that I felt called to do simply because I've personally just been going through certain changes and certain triggers, you know, recently as my inner child has been coming up frequently recently. So I thought it would be a perfect time to do an episode about inner child healing And what I mean by inner child healing is simply learning about the traumas and triggers we have within us um, due to, you know, what we've been through as a kid. And my inner child has been coming up a lot. And I feel like it's a pretty common thing. I feel like a lot of us carry that our inner child whenever triggers do happen within our lives. And... I just kind of wanted to give you my take on how I try to manage best I can through, you know, the the challenging parts of looking at my shadows, you know, within my inner child and um, kind of reprogramming and reparenting myself and my inner child, the inner gen within me. Um, and this has been a pretty monumental theme in my healing process most of my pain and suffering happened as a child and um, a lot of things that happened in my childhood kind of come up pretty frequently as being an adult and so I thought it would be important because I decided to share a very very vulnerable video on my Instagram of me kind of processing something it's even like kind of, you know, make me a little emotional just talking about it again. But I was compelled to start filming myself while I was going through kind of a breakdown. If I'm being quite honest, I was breaking down because I had gone through something, you know, personal with my family and particularly my parents and I just felt like I needed to film it and something within me just told me to film it and somebody and somebody (laughs) and something told me to share it on my Instagram and I did and I had a lot of positive response a lot of people telling me that they're that I was not alone and that they are going through something similar or they had gone through something similar and it was very refreshing to see Um, something like that and being so raw and vulnerable it takes a lot it takes a lot 
for somebody to open up a part of themselves that isn't really like something that's really glamorized, you know, I, I did not post it for, you know, validation or people feeling sorry for me. And I, I did put a disclaimer before I posted it that, you know, I was fine and that I wasn't doing this to get attention. I was doing this more for the fact that I always feel alone going through a lot of things. And if this was going to help somebody, then my me putting myself out there and being vulnerable was going to be worth it for me because sometimes sometimes I do want to know if I'm the only one going through shit some days I just want to know if I'm alone and when even though it's shitty to see people you know be in pain it's also kind of like it's also refreshing to see rawness and realness especially in this community because there's this I don't know I feel like there's sometimes certain concepts and certain things of like you know love and light all the time and the reality of it all especially if we're going through a healing process it's not always like love and light y'all like there's going to be dark moments and you have to go through those dark moments in order to like come to a place of healing to come to a place of evolution to come to a place of growth you can't just always be happy in a, a peaceful state it's okay to cry it's okay to feel that's the whole fucking purpose of being human and that's important to me that's important for me to share because i don't think it's healthy to have this concept that spirituality is all about being positive and being dissociated from reality yes enlightenment is a beautiful thing and positivity is a beautiful thing but it can also become toxic and it could also make other people feel less than when you think about it because i've felt that way sometimes and it's like underlying sometimes i you know will follow people that just everything's love and light and if, if you show a dark moment you know they'll like sub post something like oh you just have to do this so that you don't have to go through suffering anymore and it's like no bro like let's keep things real let's be real about stuff sometimes it's nasty sometimes it's muddy sometimes it's gross sometimes it hurts sometimes you have to be fucking real and that's what i want to be known for i i am a healer i'm a tarot reader and i'm going to keep it real i want to keep it real i don't want to be another person being a healer being this perfect being of like what i'm expected to be you know a blueprint of like no i'm a human being first and foremost i am no more powerful nobody is and that's what i dislike about our community sometimes it does really bother me when there is this underlying hierarchy of like oh you have to always be in line and happy and like li life is beautiful yeah life is fucking beautiful but life is also fucking hard and that's the reality of it you know and if that's not you know your mojo then that's cool that's cool with me but i'm gonna keep it real sometimes it fucking sucks and i had a moment of it fucking sucking <laughs> if i'm honest and so I'm going to share the audio of that video I took and 
again, I'm going to share this simply for the fact of you listeners that maybe you don't follow me on Instagram and you just want to not feel alone. And that is the main purpose I'm sharing this because trust me, it's not easy to put yourself out there. It's not easy to literally be in tears sharing such a vulnerable state, but I guess I have the ovaries to do it. Like I, I honestly don't care if anybody talks shit about me because I'm sharing this vulnerable side to me, then that just says a lot about that person. So, okay, I'm going to go ahead and stop and I'm going to share the audio of the video I took. The thing with being on your journey, your spiritual path, and making the choice to forgive and have compassion for your parents for not being able to parent you the way you would have liked for them to parent you. And then being an adult, like I'm 32 and I'm still, I'm still being triggered with the same things I was triggered with as a kid. And the first feeling and emotion you start feeling is like anger. And like you can't keep going through that again. And it feels like it's never gonna end. And sometimes you just have to like set the time to repair it yourself and be there for yourself the way you wish they could be there for you. And like hold yourself, hold yourself and nurture yourself the way you wish they would do. But in the moments where it's so hard to just release in your own way. This is my release. Talking about it and knowing that healing is not linear. Being the person that decides to do the healing is the hardest thing, but it's worth it. So that is the audio I wanted to share of that moment that I had this week, earlier this week. It, it really saddens me to, to watch that because it's like I'm not even seeing myself in real time. I'm seeing little Jen, you know, crying and bearing, you know, the same burdens and the same sadness and um, emotions that they bared as a child and and through my healing process I've done a lot of exercises with my energy healer and I've done a lot of work with my inner child healing and one of the things I've learned is that nobody not even my parents um, has control over my protection over my inner child when you look at it that way I think it's so helpful because it helps you compartmentalize, you know, yourself in real time 
and yourself inside of you, you know, your inner child inside of you. And I truly believe that the reason I was able to come out as gay was because I held this fear my whole life that I feared since I was a child, you know, especially with my dad, um, that, you know, I would get beaten or, you know, um, just hurt or even worse if I was ever to come out. And I had to find that courage. And I found that courage within my adult self so that I was able to know that no matter what, I was going to protect little Jen. I was going to protect my little self. And a lot of different exercises I feel like that have helped me throughout the years have been like putting my younger self, putting a picture of my younger self in my phone, like my screensaver and like talking to them and talking to, to them quite honestly, as frequently as you can, can be extremely helpful because it helps you kind of reprogram and see things differently and kind of put yourself in the present state. Through all of my inner child healing, you know, I learned about shadow work. And for those who don't know what shadow work is, it's basically working with your unconscious mind to uncover the parts of yourself that you repress and you hide from yourself. So this could include trauma or parts of your personality that you subconsciously consider undesirable or things that you don't like about yourself. So through my shadow work, you know, I started to pick apart um, where I picked up certain behaviors, where I picked up certain fears, where I picked up certain ideology. And a lot of it started in my childhood. And I had to grow up really quickly. My situation is kind of odd because my mom had my older brother and my sister before she met my dad. And so, you know, I have older siblings that uh, I only spend like, you know, a very small fraction of my life with because my older brother was like 12 years older than me. And, you know, I only lived with him six years of my life and then he went off to college and then my sister was nine years older than me and you know I spent a greater time with her but I you know she left and moved out when she was 17 and so I really only have that shared trauma that I carry with my younger brother and even then I was kind of the middle child so I I was the middle child in the sense of my mom's kids, but I was the oldest child for my, my dad. So I was the older sibling and I, you know, (laughs) I think we've all heard of like, you know, the older sibling always gets the shit end of the stick. And let me tell you, that is true. And being an AFAB person, being assigned female at birth, being Mexican, um, there's a lot of expectations that are held above your head being in that place and um there was also like a lot of different things in my life that I didn't understand at the time as a kid you know there was a point in time where my dad was really angry with me and he 
listened to one of his family members say that I wasn't dark enough to be his kid. And he at one point didn't think I was his because of this person. Long story short, I, that is my biological father, you know, and, you know, as an adult, it doesn't hurt as much as it did as a kid because my dad was really angry with me after my brother was born. And I'd never understood why. I didn't understand why he hated me so much. I didn't understand why he made me go through a lot of shitty things that I don't really feel like going into, but I was neglected, you know, as a kid. I was always kind of in my room, entertaining myself. I felt safe there. My parents fought a lot throughout my entire life and to this day, <laughs> even though they've been divorced since I was 14, they honestly haven't really been apart. And so that in itself is kind of a mind fuck in a sense because, you know, it made me feel the way I felt in that video. You know, all these triggers keep coming up because not much has changed. Not much has changed with the way they, you know, deal with certain situations amongst themselves and with me and my brother. I think the hardest thing has been letting go of the anger or kind of just trying to understand them and trying to have compassion for them because individually they both have been through a lot of shit. They both had really shitty childhoods. They both have a tremendous amount of trauma. There's been so much suffering, generational suffering for me and my brother because of the generational suffering that they've endured and they've gone through as and the older i get i i do have a lot more compassion for them and i feel for them and i encourage them to heal best they can you know best to their ability but another thing i've learned through my healing is that it's not my job to fix their problems it's not my job to be the mediator it's not my job to do all the things I did as a kid, to be the peacemaker, to be the one that had to talk on behalf of the other person because they couldn't just set aside their toxic anger. And I knew how to speak to people. And it's hard. I'm not going to lie. It's hard to let go of anger in moments like those. But I'm also really grateful for my healing process and the things I have learned through this because I really do feel for my parents, you know, even with the pain they still to this day put me through. And to this day, I have to nurture myself because they can't do that for me because they haven't done that for themselves. And that's not their fault. This isn't about a blaming game it's more so a game of trying to understand and grasp why things are the way they are and you know i'm a believer in soul contracts and i, I i'm not gonna lie some days i'm like why the fuck did i sign up for this shit and every time i have breakdowns like in that video 
I get angry. I like that's the first feeling I feel and I'm like I'm fucking over this shit like I'll literally be in my car yelling like who why the fuck did I sign up for this then I'm like well that's the whole point you know that's the whole point I signed up to grow I signed up to evolve and you know I'm being tested every day and I'm doing my best and that's all you can do that's all you can do. And I want to remind everybody listening that healing is not linear. It's not like a, a graduation you get to of like, oh, I'm fully healed. I've done all the work. I'm done. And that's why I can't stand this like fakeness in our community sometimes of like, oh, like just be enlightened and just be this and that there's no dark moments like you know it's like dissociation and I'm like no I don't want to dissociate I don't want to pretend that I'm better than people simply because I'm more healed quotes like no this isn't a competition this is your life this is something you have to go through this is something you have to face for yourself We all have to face our shadows. We all have to learn. We all have to evolve as a human being. Being spiritual does not mean you need to be fully healed. You could be a spiritual person. You can be a healer and still need healing. And that's what I want you to get out of this episode. I don't want anybody to ever look at me or any other person and feel like, oh, I need to get to their level. Because let me tell you, my love, I still go go through bullshit day in and day out. I still go through it. And I guarantee every single person you follow that you feel like has their shit together still goes through it. They may not show it. And that's the difference. I want to show it. I want to show the rawness. I want to show the realness. I want to show what it really is to do the fucking shadow work. I'm done with feeling alone. I don't want to feel alone and I don't want you to feel alone. Feeling alone in an enlightened place, it's really shitty. And that's why it's important for me to talk about this. And that's why I was called to make this episode is because this is real shit. This is real. So... I hope you gained something out of today's episode. I hope that you feel less alone and kind of understand what the process can look like. It doesn't always have to be rainbows, butterflies, sunshine, water, beach, like, no. Sometimes it's days where you can't get out of bed. Some days, it's days where You lock yourself in your car because you have no place to cry out loud. You have no place to be able to take care of that inner child within you. And that's why I decided to film that video was because I literally was in my parents' house. I was literally in my mom's house where my mom was and my dad was. And I just was shaking. I was so triggered that day. And 
I needed to get out. Like my body, I, I found myself moving away from the spaces they were at because that was my way of like protecting my inner child. So I went outside. I went outside. I sat in my car, cried my eyes out, let out my anger, released. And if that's something you need to do, do it. Release. That's the only way to heal is through processing and releasing. Crying is extremely healing. So cry if you need to. And take care of that inner child within you. Reparent them. You have an opportunity in this life to reparent that inner child of yours that has gone through what you've gone through. That is the whole point of inner child healing is remembering that that inner child's still in there. Hug them, love them, be there for them the way you wish you wanted your parents to be. And I guarantee you that it'll help you moving forward. I hope some of this was something you resonated with and I hope it helped in some way or capacity. Please reach out to me if you have any questions about today's episode. If you would like to support the podcast, I do have a Patreon linked in the description notes as well as you can follow, subscribe, or whatever it is, whatever platform you're listening to, there's a way to just like subscribe so that you get notified when I upload a new episode. Also rating and uh, leaving comments on your ratings, letting me know what you think about the podcast. And please just share this with your friends, share this with someone you care about. I do all of this myself. I record, edit, produce, and do it all myself. So it would really, really help me out if you all just shared if you enjoyed so i think i'm gonna wrap it up for today but i hope this episode found you well i hope that you are having a beautiful day and know that you have a choice moving forward in protecting and healing that little version of you i love you so much have a blessed day Thank you for tuning in to Mystical Frequency. Make sure you rate, subscribe, and follow the podcast and share this with someone you love. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at Celestial Light Witch as well as TikTok at Celestial Light Witch. Tune in next week for a whole new show.